A lot of people say they don't read the Bible because they don't understand it. And as a Christian, I feel like it's my duty to explain it to you. Welcome to the Ghetto Bible Tales. I'm your host, Jerrica. And here at the Ghetto Bible Tales, we retell Bible stories and discuss biblical themes in a comical yet understandable way. We're going to laugh, but we're going to learn too. So strap on your seatbelt, pop yourself some popcorn, and let's do this. y'all welcome back to the ghetto bible tales i went out earlier today and i tried to look cute i call myself looking cute and look what the humidity has done to my hair see this is why i don't go nowhere it's just but you know what we're gonna roll with it today and um how y'all like this pink light this we gonna we gonna work with the pink light today because i'm feeling real pinkish but anyway welcome back to the ghetto bible tales this is your girl, Jerrica, and today we're going to discuss a very well-known story within the Bible, and it's David and Goliath. The story of David and Goliath takes place in 1 Samuel chapter 17. First, before we even get into this story, David is my favorite person in the Bible, second to Jesus. He is my favorite person in the Bible because David is the most transparent Christian ever. Like when he was wrong, he admitted he was wrong. He would apologize. He would repent. I love David because he just, he wasn't a perfect Christian. Like there are so many people who put on this facade like they're so perfect. And what I love about David is he was very imperfect. His imperfections were put on Front Street and he had no problem with saying, yeah, I was wrong. Yeah, I messed up and repenting and still giving God the glory. Cause y'all know David got the reputation of being the man after God's own heart. But like I said, he is my favorite person in the Bible, second to Jesus, because he is just the most transparent human being I have ever seen in my life. So before we get into this, we're going to discuss the rules of context. This is something that I have discussed in previous videos, but in case you haven't watched, the rules of context are one, language, two, history and culture, three, the Holy Spirit, and an honorable mention is reading the Bible as a whole, okay? So, before we get into David and Goliath, make sure you have a general understanding of the rules of context, and then we can proceed. So, 1 Samuel chapter 17 starts like this. Israel is in a war with the Philistines, and the Philistines have this warrior. He is nine feet tall, and his name is Goliath. So, at the beginning of 1 Samuel 17, they're kind of like, Israel and the Philistines are kind of like at an impasse or whatever. So, basically, it's two mountains, and in between the mountains is a, a valley. Israel's on one side, Philistines on one side. So, they will fight. They will meet in the middle, and they will fight. 
But then Goliath run out. And when Goliath run out, Israel will retreat behind a mountain and not come back out. So it got to the point where they had been doing this for, I believe it said 40 days or whatever. So, um, Goliath just come out. He just stand in the middle of the valley, him and his shield person. And he is just like, send, Israel need to send their best warrior out so we can fight and whoever win, win. So, like I said, this been going on for 40 days. So, Israel and Saul, which is their king, he is scared to death because nobody in the Israel uh, army is willing to go fight this nine-foot dude. And I really can't blame him because nine feet. And not only was he nine feet, this nigga was big. So, I mean, an average-sized man, ain't an average height man, like, what, five, nine to six, one? They ain't trying to fight no dude that's nine feet tall. So, nobody was volunteering to go and fight Goliath. And this stressed Saul out and stressed Israel out, which is the reason that the army was in a standoff for so long. Now, at the time of this happening, David was not old enough to fight in the army. He was, I believe that, they don't really say an age, but they call him a young boy. So, I'm just going to assume that he's probably a teenager. So, I'm going to say probably 15, 14, 15 is how old he is. But anyway, David is a shepherd at home watching his father's sheep or whatever. Um, his dad's name is Jesse. And Jesse told David to go to the battlefield to check on his brothers because David's three older brothers, they actually went to war. They actually went to war behind Saul. You know, they fought Saul. So they're in the military. So Jesse told them, Jesse told David to... Uh, take some food and clothes and to check on his brothers and also if you didn't know um david was saul's personal heart harp player so when saul would be depressed or feel sad he used to call on david to come and play the harp for him and then that would make him feel better so you know david already had a semi-relationship with the king anyway so, but anyway, Jesse told David to take some food, some wine, and some, some stuff to his brothers and the, uh, the soldiers on the battlefield. And that's what David did. So, David takes the food and the wine and whatever else his daddy gave him and goes to the battlefield. And when he gets there, he hears Goliath talking noise about God. And he sees the fear of Israel. And then after Goliath talk all his noise to the uh, <laughs> the soldiers of Israel, Saul the king issued out an award. A well, he uh, posted a, a reward, basically asking somebody to become a warrior to fight Goliath. And if they beat Goliath, then they get to marry his daughter. They get to be exempt from taxes, and they get some money, so they get a paycheck too. And he was like, you know, if you you can beat this nine foot dude, then you get all that. So David, meanwhile, while it's happening, Goliath still talking smack about God. And this is pissing David off. And David was like, well, uh, who the hell is this dude that's talking noise about my God? And why y'all ain't doing nothing about it? So when David say that, his brother, one of his older brothers come up because he, he saw him. And he was like, first of all, what you even doing here? You just here to be nosy. You need to go back home and, and, and watch the sheep. Is what his brother said. <laughs> Somebody run and tell Saul about this little boy 
who acting like he ain't scared of this nine foot giant and who uh, who talking smack about the giant because let me tell you all the rest of them dudes was not because they was actually scared but this little dude was not scared so somebody ran and told Saul so Saul was like well bring the little dude to me so they take David to Saul and Saul you know he look him over and he like you a little too young to be out here trying to fight and David was like I've been tending to sheep for a long time sir when a lion came I kill him. When a bear came, I kill him. I am prepared to strike down that man. What's a man if I can take down a bear and a lion? This dude talking all this smack about my God, and you think I ain't about to fight him? Like, I'm ready. I'm be- I been ready. I stay ready. See, let me tell you, this is another thing I really like about David. David had a big mouth. But see, when you have a big mouth, you also gotta have big faith to back up your big mouth. See, a lot of us just got a big mouth and we ain't got no faith. But see, David had a big mouth and he had big faith. So if you if you gonna be talking your smack, if you gonna be talking your stuff, you better have big faith behind that big mouth of yours. And that's why David was successful in what he did because he had a big mouth, but he had big faith too. Big mouth, big faith. I need to put that on a t-shirt. I do. Let me copyright that real quick. Big mouth, big faith. So big mouth, big faith. David said... The Lord will deliver me. And Saul was like, Well, let the Lord deliver you then. Get this man some armor. <laughs> so Saul take off his armor and he gives it to David. So David tries on Saul's armor. He tries on the helmet. He tries on the, the breastplate. And he got the, the big old sword and shield that Saul gave him. And he was like, I can't find this. I, I can't wear this. It's too big. I can't walk. I can't move. I, I, can't, I can't wear this. And, uh... So he took it off. And and you know Saul and all the rest of the souls looking at him like Well, how you gonna fight with no armor? Most people in that situation would look at David like he a fool because here you is in a war and you about to you done took off the armor, so how you gonna fight? But let me tell you something about this big mouth, big face boy named David. He took off the armor of man and put on the armor of God. See you can walk into battle with the armor of God. You don't need the armor of man when you got the armor of God. David had already said prior to this that the Lord will deliver him. So he didn't need Saul's armor. All he had was his faith and that was all he needed. Prior to this, like David had said, he had already defeated a bear and a lion. And he did so with a sling. So David already had his sling and his satchel. He went to the room. He picked up five smooth stones. And that was all the ammunition that he needed to go to battle. You see Goliath out there. And Goliath started talking smack again. Talking about God. And y'all know that little boy David don't like none of that. So Goliath started talking that mess. And then, then he saw David. And he was like. Y'all gonna send a child out here to fight me? And he felt so confident that he was going to beat David down that he sent his shield bearer back. Because, you know, back then, the person that fought had a person in front of them that carried the shield. That was their shield for them. So, Goliath sent his shield person back. He was like, I ain't going to need that to whoop this little boy. A shield for what? And David looked at Goliath up and down and he said, You came out here with weapons, but I came out here with God. By the will of God, I'm going to chop your head off. With your sword. So Goliath looking at this little dude who just threatened him. Talking about he going to chop his head off with his sword. And he laughing like, this little dude can't do nothing to me. So while he uh, 
laughing, looking stupid. David charged at this man. David started running. And the whole time he running, he rolling that sling back. And when he get up on that dude, he let them all go. And that rock hit Goliath dead in the center of his forehead. And he fell and hit the ground. Dead. So David picked up five stones for nothing because all he really needed was one. It only took one stone to take Goliath down. And when Goliath hit the ground, the Philistines started retreating because he was their main warrior. I mean, if that day, if, if the Israel killed this nine-foot dude, then what they gonna do to the rest of those regular people? So the Philistines started retreating and the Israel army just started running down into the valley chasing after the Philistines. And while all that's going on, David went to Goliath's body. Picked up Goliath's sword and chopped his head off and took that mug home. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the story of David and Goliath. Once again, what I like about David is he had a big mouth, but he also had big faith. And if you notice within this story, he charged right into that situation like it was nothing. Mind you, he was a child. No older than 14 or 15 with faith the size of mountains. While all these grown men who claimed to believe in God that was on that battlefield was scared of that giant. A child won the war for them. And you know, as the Bible story goes on, David ended up killing all the giants of the Philistines. And he kept their heads and body parts as trophies. This, this this child with this big mouth and this big faith ended up doing that. And um, after he defeated uh, Goliath, he ended up uh, being put into uh, the castle. The king requested that David come live with him. Like I said, David was already a heart player for the, for, for the king, but he didn't live there. This time, Saul requested that David stay with him. And, you know, Jesse let David go. And, um, David ended up fighting in a lot of wars after that. He became a very, uh, amazing soldier. He wasn't one of those kings just sat on the throne. Homeboy was on the front lines with his men. But, if there's one thing that David teaches, it is to have a big mouth but also to have big faith to bake that big mouth up. And then you don't need the armor of man to do anything. All you need is the armor of God. All Ghetto Bible Tub episodes are posted on YouTube simultaneously in video format. Thanks for tuning in. You can follow the show on all social media at Ghetto Bible Tales. Head on over to GhettoBibleTales.com and you can sign up for the mailing list so that you can be notified of updates and other things. You can also request topics or stories that you'd like for me to discuss on the show. Once again, I'm your host, Jerrica, and this has been the Ghetto Bible Tales. New episodes are posted every Wednesday and every Sunday.